Hi team, welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals. When we share Beyond the Field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. Money doesn't have to be scary. Buying a home doesn't have to be painful. And planning your financial future, whatever that may mean, doesn't need to be tough. That's why the content you're about to hear is designed to educate, inspire, and help you tick off your goals. If you don't have any yet, that's cool too. Our team have helped thousands of clients with their financial journeys over the last 10 years. Clients can be anyone from first-time buyers, young folks trying to get a plan in place, or people with extensive property portfolios. We're Kiwis, but we're here to help people abroad too. By listening to this podcast, you're hearing the up-to-date information on all things financial. Sometimes, though, we can change it up and get guest speakers in. From industry leaders, legendary sports stars, local cafe owners, and stories of everyday people. Beyond the Field should help you transform whatever vision you have for your future. Let us help you take back control, remove any fears or doubts, and feel secure. So kick back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Kilda, Kane Wallstrom. Hi, Lydia. And today we're going to be talking about the uh, Trans Tasman bubble that's actually uh, opened up recently last week, um, and what our opinions are on what this is going to do to the New Zealand economy and the actual housing market. Kane. Well, firstly, flying is back. Yay. Flying is back, which is exciting, especially and for the families that haven't seen each other for a very long time. And I think, and yeah, and I, I think I heard a stat. There was like in New Zealand were flying. I think it was 32 aircrafts a week mm-hmm. um, in COVID. That, from, to and from Australia. To and from Australia. That okay. was the, I think that was the total. Now it's like 32 a day or something ridiculous or 32 every two days. So there's a big uptake on this. That's amazing. I didn't I even think, know about those And numbers. I could be wrong and I'm not, don't quote me on that, but I did think okay. I heard that on the radio. What does that actually mean? For the economy, is this going to be good? Because obviously, it's a two-way street, double-edged sword. People are leaving to Aussie, but obviously, we've got Aussies coming back. What does this mean for the New Zealand economy? Well, I'm pretty stoked because my brother arrives tonight, so I'm going to say hi to him, and he's going to—he's probably been saving up for quite a bit of time just to like be free because he's in Melbourne, and we all know what happened in the Victoria lockdowns. He's been just cooped up. So That's exciting. So you know what's just happened now? What? Coming over here. Yes. Meeting up with Lydia. They're painting the town red. Bars, pubs, food are going to be spent. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Exactly. We'd so probably more on what Lydia was saying is that um, more money will be pushed into parts of the economy that are needed, retail, hospital, yeah. tourism. Yep. Um, and those have been the industries that have been heavily affected and need that boost. So I think that's a real positive. Um, probably looking on the negative side – Kiwis actually leaving our shores, not spending here and spending in Australia. So just so we're clear, the people that are coming into the country and leaving, they're leaving indefinitely or with a date to come back? I'm sure they'll well, date back. to come back. Okay, cool. I think you'll find with COVID what's happened is that people don't want to leave New Zealand yeah, um, full time because we are sitting in a, a, not a tax haven, unfortunately, but a haven. <laughs> and what does this mean? Will this impact the housing market at all? Do you think people are going to buy in nah. New Zealand from Australia now that they can actually come look at houses and I think stay here? Aussies have always been able to obviously buy in New Zealand. Yeah. It's a reciprocal um, policy. I don't think it's going to, probably from more, from your comment, Goran, is going to inflate 
the property market because more Aussies will buy here. No, I don't think so. I don't think that will have any adverse effect. I just think it's just going to be a big effect in, in the um, uh, tourism and hospital and retail space. Probably more so tourism. Mm. I think you'll see a big uptake for Queenstown coming yeah, into winter yeah. massively. And we might see a lot of Kiwis go to Sunshine Coast or Gold Coast for a bit of warmth in the winter. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. It's just that fear of a community case breakout yes. somewhere and finance aside uh, I think that's a lot of, on a lot of people's minds if, if what would happen then would they get stuck here and vice versa mm. or they would just have to quarantine on the way home I think that's what um, the government very very loosely alluded to is that if something happened you had to be prepared yeah. for the financial so that's probably something we should really touch on quickly so it's at their own risk yes so if if a Kiwi has gone to Australia for a two week holiday and in that two week period New Zealand or Auckland or for whatever reason goes into a lockdown, you need to be financially sound going over to make sure that in your own head you can survive maybe another month, worst case, of living there, whether it's family, friends or hotels or whatever, because these are some of the ramifications that can have for people and can put people back financially in these situations. Because you always hear, oh, it'll never happen to me. But it might. Exactly. But you don't know. So <clears throat> if we are talking about... Um, very loose ballpark figures. I know that you've lived in Australia, Kane. Mm. Um, I don't know about you, Goran. Have you lived? No. Here. I haven't been to Australia, actually. Maybe what? now's a good good, good chance for yeah. me to go. Well, let's, that's, yeah, good. There's um, a thing called a plane, Goran. Yeah, good. Hey, it's flying again. Um, how much money do you think you'd have to set aside if you didn't want to put yourself in debt, chuck it on the mortgage, chuck it on a credit card, take out um, some form of personal lending? If you wanted to be relatively safe and secure but you were thinking about finally getting out of New Zealand how much money do you think you'd have to put aside do you mean as a holiday yeah and if you got trapped over there how much I'd be if I was going for two weeks I'd put 10 grand aside not to blow the 10 grand yeah but knowing that hey look worst case scenario uh, you've just got that buffer up your sleeve because if you've got to pay for extra accommodation and then let's just say the government flips you're going to pay for MIQ Mm. imagine that that would be um not ideal. No. no. So, look, <laughs> understatement. <laughs> yeah. Quite might, stressful. People listening might think, well, that's a lot of money. And it is. But um, just understand what could go wrong and then what your costs are. Yeah. You can even break it down to like a daily living allowance. What will it cost to put a roof over your head over there? Food. Yeah. Uh, and then a bit of entertainment. And if that carried on for three or four weeks that you had to be there for, what does that cost to you? It sounds like we just. Um Previously to recording this, which won't be live yet, is Linda, Linda Moore, the Money Mentalist, came on our podcast and we were talking about saving up for travel. So stay tuned for that one, episode 41. Not yet, soon. Um, we're talking about saving up for travel and how you shouldn't put these things on your mortgage or your credit card or take out a personal loan to cover it. So this kind of lends back to that initial, um, initial saving tip, initial budgeting tip, that if you would love to go overseas but you actually can't afford it, just wait a little bit longer. Mm. You don't know what's going to happen. We're in a pretty volatile environment and there are quite a few places across the world right now that aren't doing too well. I think Canada has had to go into another lockdown. India, as we know, is um, going through rolling lockdowns. So that's just my opinion. I'm not an advisor, but I am someone who has had to live paycheck to paycheck for quite a while. There you go, listeners. Um, We think it's fantastic, but just treat with care. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, 
Check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button. Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field.